Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Live from the Agco Jackson Nationals, it's Wing Nation presented by the Minnesota Mafia. Also brought to you by Casey's General Store and Hercules Tires. Now, live from the Miller Lite stage at Jackson Motorplex, here are Steve Post and Aaron Evernham. Hello again, it is MRN's Wing Nation presented by the Minnesota Mafia and by Hercules Tires. We are so glad you joined us. We're on the Miller Lite stage here gearing up for the 40th annual Agco Jackson Nationals. And we are fired up. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post here. And, uh, Aaron, we've had to wait 362 days to get back here. We, My God. We did, man. And it seemed like a long 362 days. It really did. But Woo. I'm telling you what, we have got a great program for you. Fans are gathering here in the beer garden. Those of you on the fairgrounds, come on over. Join us here. And we appreciate everyone joining us on wingnation.com. I'm on MRN and across the board. We've got a great program for you. Coming up, we're going to talk uh, our buddies from the Minnesota Mafia and the Pennsylvania Pots are yeah. both going to be here. Jason Sides, Litton Jeffrey going to join us, Darren Pittman, Mark Dobmeyer, the shark racing team of Logan Shuhart and Jacob Allen, but kicking things off, and he even <laughs> brought pizza from Casey's General Store. Brian Brown's in the house. Hey, Brownie, how are you, man? Yeah, I knew I had to bribe you guys some way to get on first, so uh, here we go. It's uh, Casey's 50th year, so it's, uh, it's a big year for Casey's, and um, no, prouder part, no prouder to be a part of them than I am, so... Uh, Figured you guys could enjoy some pizza here tonight. You kidding me? I started. I, I started <laughs> to take a bite that. of one. I started to take a bite of one, and I heard the music playing. I'm like, oh, I better, I better, yeah. I better get this, get this going in a hurry. Here, yeah. So. For anyone who's listening at home, you missed Steve's uh, stuffing his face, and we went live on the air. It was uh, <laughs> quite the sight. I'm a trained professional, uh, Aaron. That was good <laughs> stuff. Uh, uh, Brian, the, the Jackson Nationals. I know we talked to you this past Tuesday, but uh, it was such a huge event years years back. It lost a little bit of its luster. It went to a 360 race for a while. Each year we come back and it's grown. It's this uh, such a big event, a huge purse. Um, talk about how this fits into your schedule and how you feel about it becoming such a, a big event again. Yeah, absolutely. Like I mentioned on the show, uh, growing up as a kid, you know, you wanted to win the Knoxville Nationals. And if you lived in the Midwest, the next biggest event you wanted to win was the Jackson Nationals. And over time, it, it, it just kind of lost its luster a little bit. And they said, well, it's kind of lost its luster. Maybe you should make it a 360 race. And I was lucky enough to win that two or three times. But it just wasn't the same, and um, the best thing that ever happened to, to this area was Todd Quirin acquiring this place. And I mean, I mean, look at—if oh. you would have <laughs> rewinded four or five years ago, you wouldn't believe what what we currently have now. So, uh, just uh, I think with him acquiring it and giving it a couple years to, to do the renovations they want to do, and now it's forty thousand to win. So, uh, and Todd Quirin is the type of guy if he can have a good weekend here, he's not going back to ten thousand to win next year. It, it's liable <laughs> to be—it's liable to be fifty thousand, and. Uh, we are so fortunate to have guys like Todd, a part of our sport that love it, because he could just as easy go to the Lake Okoboji and have a great time or, or put his money in this place, and we're glad he puts his money here. Brian, we're seeing this uh, across the country a little bit more. Todd is kind of leading the charge here in the Midwest. Uh, you spent a little time in Pennsylvania in September. What's going on at Port Royal? Even Colton Gauss down at BAPS Motor Speedway. Uh, you know, Rico's dad out at Calistoga. Now, I think they're doing some negotiating out there, but he put a lot into that as well. Um, there, there is a pretty good investment by some of these team owners, some of these tracks and these events. How You, you raced for $100,000 in, in Ohio earlier this year as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, there for a while, you know, it, you know, our purses, you know, even if you look back, I read Doug Wolfgang's book. If you, they raced for really, really good money in the 80s. Yeah. And um, it kind of went through a kind of a transition period where 
you know, we're going to run some midweek shows that pay less. And, you know, now the crowds are really, really good everywhere the outlaws go. And, you know, these they're becoming events again. And by coming events, they can, when the people come and support it, they can afford then to pay more to the, to the drivers and the teams. And, you know, uh, I think this year, if you look back, we're probably going to race for more money on these big events than we have forever. Yeah. So, you know, you have 100000 to win. You have 50000 Kings Royal, 50000 National Open. This is for 40 Knoxville Nationals for 150. So uh, I think it's great. Uh, I think hopefully the trend just continues to grow that way where uh, the events that were normally 10,000 turned to 15. And, you know, if Todd, like I said, Todd does good here. He, who knows? <laughs> he <laughs> may pay 100,000 next year. He just, uh, and, you know, I know uh, Cody Sumner, he did a great job at Mansfield. Yes, and, absolutely. You know, uh, I was really, really impressed. I didn't know what I was going to get myself into when I went to Pennsylvania for at Port Royal. And, wow, I mean, just eight or 10,000 people, and they were buying shirts like it was going out of style, and, and then they paid such good money. And as the people showed up, now it's going to pay 51,000. So I don't look for places like that and like this to go backwards if, if they show a success. Yeah, absolutely. Brian, Saturday night, it's $3,000 to start, which is pretty, it's very nice, very stout. A lot of events, you know, you have a, a big first, second, third, and then it drops off fast. How important is it, do you think, for the drivers and teams uh, that are, you know, traveling around the country trying to make ends meet to, to give them a good amount just for starting the race? Absolutely. I feel like that, uh, me and my crew chief talk all the time about it. I feel like if it should be 10% of what it is to win to, to start so if it's 40,000 to win you know it's a little bit off but there's a lot of places that pay really good money 25,000 to win but they only pay 600 to start I just don't feel like yeah, that is yeah. so maybe cut the cut the the win back a bit but just make it make it because you know it takes us all I mean there's no, everybody's not going to win everybody's not going to run fifth and guys that you know maybe have a bad night they still have to get from point a to point b so i think that that 10 percent number i feel like it is a, is a good number um you know i think knoxville the nationals i think it's up to ten thousand to start so uh yeah. that's uh it's good that you asked that because i think that is a huge part of to continue to grow our sport yeah. and uh, we need we need tracks to to pay all the way through indeed 24 drivers are in the a main and even back with knoxville i mean there's some drivers who go out there and cash some pretty good checks even yeah. those that don't make it. i mean even t even here i looked uh it's a thousand to start the b Oh wow! So I mean, I mean that's, that's nice. yeah. I mean there's yeah. there's there's four ten races across the country that pay twelve hundred to win. Yep. So uh, I mean <laughs> yeah. that just kind of yeah, right. kind of shows, but I, everything that Doug and, and Todd and Luke and everybody has did here from last night with the trailer parade with the, with the fan fest here, you don't grow these things overnight. But in order to grow the things, you have to you know you have to start somewhere, and um, they have a, did a good job. And I think uh, the the town here doesn't really realize what they have. Um, they have, a, a, I think, a gold mine. These people are coming. It's basically like dropping a bus off of 5,000 people and saying, hey, buy from our town, you know. Yeah, so it's, right. uh, it's, it's awesome. And I just hope that Jackson, Minnesota's town can buy in like Knoxville's does. And really, that's what will continue to grow the event. Indeed. So your season, um, boy, the reason, one of the reasons we dialed you up is that you've been on a tear down at Knoxville. Uh, you've won four, four, ten races. You actually have a 360 win, so five straight weekends that you've won down there. <laughs> um, beyond that, um, how would you assess your season? Um, you know, is this, this, this is racing. Uh, Tuesday night you had a bump in the road down at Fairbury. How would you overall assess your season? Yeah, I think it's been good. You know, I, and we talked, I've been lucky enough to talk to you guys a couple times this year, and the first time I talked to you, I just said, hey, we have the speed. We just have had some issues. So yep. uh, we've uh, kind of, it's, it's, it's nice for what we do. We can go out for the first half of the year and kind of, get our head kicked in a little bit by the outlaws and then be able to go back home and, and run and have some good runs on the board and get your confidence back up and then come back out with them at this time of the year. So uh, I feel like we've had a really, really good season. Uh, it's not been a great season, but I feel like that uh, our, our car speed is what it needs to be. But just like Tuesday night, um, it's just that's another driver self-inflicted <laughs> wound. You run in, you're, you're fifth quick, you run in second in the heat, and you, you don't need to do anything stupid, and the driver does do something stupid. And, <laughs> and, you, and you get into the fence and rip the front end out, and now all of a sudden you're in the B main with a crashed up, junked up car. So overall, um, I think that's what the outlaws do. They push you to that extra limit of yeah. even when you think you're in a good spot, you want to run a little bit harder just to ensure yourself. And um, I'm just not to the – not to a spot in my career yet where I can run that hard for lap after lap, and that'll come. Whew. I saw you last night at Saturday, Saturday at Knoxville. I would have thought you, you have it uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty down pat. You had quite the lead. Brian, since we were here last year, the track is reconfigured. It's now a four-tenths. Uh, you came here and ran a few weeks ago and had a, a great run. I think you ran second. How important was it to get that night so you have a slight advantage on the Outlaws? 
Um, I wouldn't say you're ever going to have a slight advantage on the outlaws. I think, you know, knowing what gear to run and things like that is yeah. just going to maybe set you up a little bit better to start the night. Step but, uh, ahead. Yeah, 100%. A step ahead. Yeah, step ahead. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to help. Um, you know, they uh, it's a unique, you know, where you just never know when they shorten tracks of what it's going to be like. It's going to race like the old one, but smaller. And uh, we really enjoyed it. I think uh, the fans are in for, for I think the racetrack was good. I think they're in for a great event. If it was anything like the 360 race two weeks ago, it was four and five wide for the lead. It was, it was unbelievable. I thought, you know, I thought, man, I never thought that place would race that good ever. And to me, it's, I feel like it was probably one of the best races in Jackson Speedway history. So uh, wow. I think it should be good. And, you know, uh, the crowd and things like that, they've, as you can see, they've did things right around here, and if the track's not perfect, I'm sure by Saturday night come feature time, they'll they'll make it right. That is nice. It is. It is. That's for sure. Well, Brian, we're gonna um, enjoy the pizza. Thanks for the delivery. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> you, they, Aaron and Craig said you. They threw you in the bus. See, they now, said see, Brown won't. Uh, he won't bring that pizza. No, 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 no. I see, thought I, you would. I. It's Casey's night tonight. Okay, so we knew that there was. We knew that we. I had it. And I only, on the way down from the airport, I only had two slices for lunch because I had full confidence <laughs> that you were going to bring more. I'm going to give you guys a piece of advice. Okay, here we Those go. Those two young boys over there, yes. the Shark Tank, they're hungry. So I, I would get ah, your pizza before you get them up here. Exactly. I would hide what you want because they're, believe me, they, they can eat and they're, uh, they're two damn good race car drivers. They are very good race car drivers, and we're going to talk to them in just a minute. Brian, as always, thanks for kicking it off. Thanks for getting us yeah, started thank here. You. you got There we go. Yeah, Brian thanks, Brown thanks, joining thanks. us here yeah. in the FVP. Yeah, yeah. You can, oh, we got a crowd gathering up. We're having a great time here. And yes, that is correct. We have got the Shark Racing crew, Logan Schuhart and Jacob Allen. Yes, we'll probably share some pizza with them. And uh, stay tuned, I believe we have an announcement Ooh. to make that's really, really good. Stay with us. Hey, this is MRN's Wing Nation, presented by the Minnesota Mafia and Hercules Tires. Show is brought to you by Featherlight, Midwest Power Sports, Agco, TL Racing, Bell Helmets, Weikert's Livestock. We're here at the Miller Lite stage, and we'll be back with Shark Racing in just a moment. It's the 50th anniversary celebration at Casey's General Stores. To celebrate 50 years this month, get two large single topping pizzas for only $9.99 each. That's just $9.99 for two delicious Casey's pizzas. And don't forget, check the back of your ticket stub this season from the Jackson Motorplex for great money-saving coupons from Casey's. Casey's General Store, famous for pizza. At Agco Corporation, no other agricultural company in the world offers a more comprehensive range of machines and equipment than we do. Our brands are respected, they're experienced, they're diverse, they're forward-thinking, and that's why Agco strives to offer more solutions for farmers than any other agricultural company. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. This is Wing Nation, live from the Agco Jackson Nationals, presented by the Minnesota Mafia at Jackson Motorplex. Also brought to you by Casey's General Store and Hercules Tires. From the Miller Lite stage, back to Steve Post and Aaron Evernham. All right, all right, all right. We're having a ball here at the Jackson Motorplex. We're at the Miller Lite stage where... Um, a little bit of uh, precipitation has fallen here, uh, but uh, everyone's just kind of moved over by the penalty box, which is the turn one <laughs> bar, and uh, under the grandstand, so our crowd's still here. Everyone's having a good time, and we've got some diehards that are hanging in. How about it for the diehards? That's right. They're not letting, indeed, they're not letting a little rain bother them. We got one right up there at the bar. He's just happy as can be right here. We're all happy as we can be. That's for sure. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post here, and we're joined by the Shark Racing team by uh, Logan Schuhart and Jacob Allen. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. us. Oh, Jacob, dude. Man, you are, <laughs> you, are, you are on fire here. Holy cow, you just about got yourself one on Tuesday night. Uh, you got to be really proud and happy with the way your, your performance has been here the, uh, over the last few weeks. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, to get the track record, never had a track record before. <laughs> and, uh, you know, to beat Larson to get the track record was something that I was proud of, you know. Um, Race up front with Logan and Sheldon was a ton, ton of fun, and um, I felt like I drove a good race, and my race team gave me a great race car, and uh, Sheldon's been one of my uh, best friends for a long time, so to 
be racing for a win with him and it you know racing for my first win with him was it was cool uh his family and my family are super close and you know his dad being a legend and uh being the son of a wild child i knew i was gonna have to get up on the wheel pretty good you know with him setting the pace but uh overall it was a fun night and uh you know this year is it's been fun we have a good good team and uh you know it's fun always fun racing with logan and uh, i'm excited you know see what the rest of the year plays out like Logan, you guys have had a, a great solid year, a lot of top tens, a few second place finishes. You haven't gotten that win yet in 2018, but uh, as a team, it seems like there's been improvement every single year. Talk about, you know, how you'd assess this, this year so far. Uh, it has gotten a lot better. I, I mean, the, the amount of improvement and uh, organization since the first year that we tried running the, the World of Outlaws, uh, it's just come a long way, you know, very tremendous amount of, you know, organization and uh, and the results have uh, have showed from it. We have a you know a couple new guys helping us this year with Joe Mooney, Tyler Garber, um, our buddy Benny, and uh, they're just you know we're, we're more prepared to run the Outlaws this year and in the last couple of years. So uh, Michael Newman's been working really hard with engines back home and um, you know factory cane shocks, triple X, uh, DMI. They they give us great race cars and uh, it showed and we haven't been falling out of races like we have in the past and we've you know stayed on the track and it lets us you know Jacob and I be able to do what we do and and, and race the cars and uh, they've been really fast this year so I think it's shown. Logan this takes so much and you talked about shocks and cars and people and everything else uh, just checking social media uh, and we've seen a lot of talk about your uh, new sponsor that you've been courting I guess congratulations are in order you guys just announced that uh, who's, who's sticking around with you guys you got a sponsor on board. Yeah, we uh, just recently is something that came together pretty, you know, pretty recent. And uh, we just uh, are happy to partner up with Dryden Performance Products. And they've, uh, they're a, te- a, a company that's been around since 1893. And they specialize in uh, uh, heavy-duty automotive and, you know, commercial lubricants. And yeah. they, uh, I was lucky enough to go to Charlotte a couple weeks ago and, and meet with Will Rogers. They sponsor an ARCA team and at, at Kenny Raider's. Kenny Strader's shop and uh, meet with, uh, you know, the whole Dryden team with, you know, starting at the top with Dave Klinger, uh, Al, Gene, and their whole race, you know, their whole team down there at Dryden was, you know, very excited about racing and, uh, you know, very into it. And, um, you know, it's hoping to be a partnership that we continue for a long time and hope to have a lot of success with their name on the side of the car. Jacob, I want to follow on that with you. You've seen this thing grow from people calling your, uh, calling your dad crazy. Okay, they, they said Bobby's crazy to take those boys on the road. That was four years ago now. Called you crazy. Uh, you guys are still here. You're running up front. We've talked about the performance. And now getting a corporate sponsor involved with the team, uh, that's got to that's gotta mean a lot for, for your family. That's got to mean a lot for you as, as you guys have, have, have walked this road here recently. Yeah, it does, it does mean a lot. Um, you know, my dad to take us on the road like Yeah. Take us on the road like that. And, um. You know, people doubting us and to get this far with Logan. Indeed, yes, very, yes. very much. And, and, and to have a sponsor come on board. Aaron, you know, as, as much as people, parts, and everything else, it takes someone to pay those people and parts and everything, and so sponsorship is so critical Abs- on this. Absolutely. And then, you, like they talk about, the hard work, the, the days up and down the road, the days where your confidence is down, you're getting beat up on the track. I mean, it's really commendable what you guys have, have created with this team and where you're at now. Uh, Logan, how similar are your driving styles? Being teammates, how much information do you share? Does one like a car a lot looser, freer? Uh, talk about how much you guys compare, even setup-wise. Uh, I think we're pretty similar. I mean, well, the good thing about having two cars out of one trailer is, um, you know, Jake likes certain things, I like certain things, but we can also, um, I know, you know, starting the night tonight, I don't know how his car's set up, and he doesn't really know how mine. I mean, we know what we kind of, each other kind of like, but we start them differently, and um, if one's going good and we come back in and no one's fast and the other one's not, we, we talk and kind of figure it out together. So um, it kind of lets us learn through each other and, um, you know, also help each other out. Yeah, absolutely. Jacob, coming to a track you were at last year, but really it's a new track because they shortened it. How do you – have you gone out and looked at the track? Have you seen any video of the track? How do you prepare for basically a, a new racetrack that you're going to face here tonight? Uh I just got on YouTube and watched some uh, videos, and there wasn't very much uh, racing videos, but I got to see about a couple of them. And then there's a video about the uh, guys, how they reconfigured the track, and I thought that was pretty interesting. And I didn't get a chance to look at it. Uh, 
was pretty tired. I was taking a nap. And, you know. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, from the videos and stuff, it looks cool. It should, you know, it should be a lot of fun to race on. It was fun, you know, before they shortened it up. Obviously, you don't know what it's like now, but it'll be fun. And uh, the competition is always great. And, you know, to be able to compete with that and for big money is exciting. And uh, it should be an awesome weekend as long as, you know, it don't keep raining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jacob, coming off of your second place at Fairbury and a new track record, how much does that help your confidence? How, how much better do you feel coming into tonight? Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps. I mean, just, uh, you know, 40 laps is a, a long time. I mean, it sounds short, but it is a long time. And on a bull ring like that with lap traffic and stuff, and to be that close, you know, to a win and, and to be running behind a, a guy like Sheldon who does really good on those kind of racetracks, it does give you a lot of confidence. And uh, to see a win that close and, and to get that feeling, um, it, it was really cool to run second, but it, you want that win, and, and I'm ready to put myself back in that situation and just get the job done. Logan, uh, we've talked about the success you guys have had and everything but victory. Do you feel like across the board you have the speed to win? It's putting the night together, or are there things – I mean, I know you're always working on things. Yeah. You're, you're never going to be where you want to be. But do you feel like you're, you guys are in the spot at any time to pick up the win, just, just a matter of putting everything together to do it? Yeah, actually – you know, between this year and last year, last year we won four races and yeah. three we already already by this time. But um, we already have more podiums this year than what we did last year. Oh, wow. So yes, that's um, point. we ran a sec second, I'd say three or four times already. I think we have six top fives and they've all been on the podium. So um, we've been very close to wins. And, you know, if, if things would have played out just a little bit different in a few races, they could have you know, easily been wins. So. It's just putting yourself in those in those positions, and they say if you run second enough, you know those kind of races will turn into wins after a while. So, um, I feel like we have a lot of speed, and you know there's been also been some races this year where we've been running up front, and uh, you know in the past it seems like if we could put ourselves in a position and been running up front, we're able to finish it out that way. But uh, I've had about three or four races at least this year that I can name off the top of my head that we. We're running in the top five and, you know, broke, got a flat tire, fell out. You know, with Jake the other night, it have been awesome to have a shark racing podium. Yeah. Um, you know, I might have been pushing the tire a little hard. Like you said, it's hard to keep your composure. <laughs> when you can see the leader in your sights, whether it's rubber or not, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get up there and I want to take a shot at it. So um, we want to win bad. And uh, our shark racing guys deserve it. They've worked really hard uh, trying to give us the best race cars they can. So I want to win for them and, um, and for ourselves. Jacob, in the last seven days, you've been in Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois, finally get here to Jackson in Minnesota. How nice is it to race three nights in a row at the same track? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, I <laughs> mean, <a> good point. <laughs> it's a super nice facility and super nice uh, racetrack. So uh, it's a big weekend, and to have three nights on it um, is great. And you can learn from each night, obviously. But uh, with big money on the line and everything, you just want to be fast every night and every time you hit the track. And uh, I, I have confidence that our, our race team will have that uh, with how hard everybody's been working on the cars and just throughout the whole year from, you know, even in the wintertime, this, this whole time, everybody's worked extremely hard. And uh, I think we're well prepared and me and Logan got confidence. So just got to get out there and perform really well all three nights. I am confident that you guys yes. will. That is for sure. Uh, first and foremost, congratulations. And uh, we welcome the Dry Dean folks into the sport of sprint car racing. I think it's great when new sponsors, and that's the beauty of this thing. It's not a sponsor that's been around. It's a new sponsor coming into the sport. So congratulations to you guys for bringing that on board. And congratulations on the success. And uh, we'll see if we can see more podium finishes and even that top rung of the podium from you two. Thanks for joining us here today. Thank you, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. How about it? We've got a great crowd here. How about it for the Shark Racing team? Logan Shuhart, Jacob Allen joining us here. Here on the program. Stay with us. More from the 40th annual Agco Jackson Nationals continues from the Miller Lite stage. Wing Nation presented by the Minnesota Mafia and by Hercules Tires. It's the 50th anniversary celebration at Casey's General Stores. To celebrate 50 years this month, get two large single topping pizzas for only $9.99 each. That's just $9.99 for two delicious Casey's pizzas. And don't forget, check the back of your ticket stub this season from the Jackson Motorplex for great money-saving coupons from Casey's. Casey's General Store, famous for pizza. 
If you need to haul cars, motorcycles, ATVs, tools, horses, cattle, or any other cargo, there's no better option than an easy towing Featherlight trailer. Their heavy-duty, all-aluminum construction means Featherlight trailers are both durable and lightweight. And Featherlight trailers give you more value for the long haul. Featherlight has a trailer for you, so visit your local Featherlight dealer today. Go to FTHR.com to find your local Featherlight dealer or to see what's new in the Featherlight lineup. This is Wing Nation, live from the Agco Jackson Nationals, presented by the Minnesota Mafia at Jackson Motorplex. Also brought to you by Casey's General Store and Hercules Tires. From the Miller Lite stage, back to Steve Post and Aaron Evernham. Welcome back. It is MRN's Wing Nation, presented by the Minnesota Mafia and by Hercules Tires. We're at the Miller Lite stage here at the Jackson Motorplex, setting up for the 40th annual Jackson Nationals. Aaron Evernham, Steve Post, want to give a shout-out to Oak Tree Barbecue. They've got smoking butts and bones. Yes, indeed. And we sampled a little bit. We sampled a little bit on, uh, they had this uh, barbecue nachos. Oh, my gosh. They're right here in the beer garden. So those of you coming to Jackson, you need to check those folks up. Got some lemonade down here. And, of course, all of the frosty beverages at the beer garden and here at the penalty box. It is a great time. Great location. Great scene. And we're watching the rain. I'm going to say this with all the confidence. We're watching the rain start yes. to diminish yes. and move out. Right, Aaron? It's, I, it's looking clearer over there. It is. Where it's coming I'm from. I'm not making it up. It That's really, right. Yes. Absolutely. Joining us on the stage now, you can see him wheeling Casey Kane's number nine car around the racetrack. Darren Pittman's here. Hey, man, how are you? Good. How are you? I am fantastic. And alongside, coming to a victory lane near you all the time, it seems like, <laughs> Mark Dobmeyer Dynamite's in the house. Hey, man, how are you? You bet. Pretty good. Pretty good. How about you? I'm fantastic. So, Mark, we had you on the program about a month or so ago. We talked about this crazy scheme <laughs> where not only you formed a team, you combined teams, you had to... You had to convince your wife to buy a house that had a race shop and everything else. And here we sit a little bit later, and you're three for three with wins. Did you ever see that coming? Um, I knew we had a good crack at it, but uh, <laughs> there's just been so much. The workload's been so huge to to get done in just a, a short period here. But uh, friends and family is where it's at. I mean, everyone's been joining together and helping me out and getting me back on my feet here. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been pure chaos, but it's, it seems to be working out good for us. I'll say. <laughs> I'd say. Darren, you, you're having a good year. Three wins, uh, I think fifth in points. Talk about how your year so far. How you feel about it? Uh, up and down. We've either been feast or famine. Yeah. It, it seems like uh, started off uh, starving, and then uh, <laughs> we had uh, like a two-week period there that uh, I felt like I remembered how to race, and then uh, forgot again, and then now I feel like I'm slowly uh, relearning. But, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's been up, up and down. Our, our last couple uh, races have been pretty good, uh, but just trying to find a balance, and, and if we can find it we're trying to figure out how to be smart enough to do it every night and how so that we'll stop taking these breaks but uh uh like i said it, the, the car the guy's been working really hard and, and we keep trying stuff to you know try to get back on track where we can be consistent but uh that's mainly where our goal is, is right now to just try to get consistent so that uh you know we can uh run you know top five every night and then hopefully wins will come and we've just you know, it seems like we've either, either been competing for a win or competing for 15th. <laughs> Darren, uh, as a guy that has never sat in a race car um, and, and, and just I don't understand so much about this sport, you talk about getting a setup, okay? And I understand that. you got to get a setup. But the problem is, is you're at a quarter mile at Fairbury. You're at Wilmot. You're at a big half mile. You're here all along. Is there is there stuff that translates? In other words, if you find a setup, is it something that, that you can apply to most tracks you go to? Or are you... Yeah, is, is, is how how does that work? Well, I mean, I think so, but I think if you pulled, you know, ten different drivers here on your show, that you know, we might all have a little bit of a different answer. But um, you know, in in my experience, yeah, I mean, w when a car's fast, we don't change a whole lot from you know small track to big track. Yeah. But uh, the confusing thing with what we've been dealing with is uh, w our short track program or, or intermediate stuff has been really good. We've been really fast. We've been qualifying well, and, and we've been racing well. Um, it's the half miles. If we look back at every half mile we've been on, which is normally one of my stronger suits, honestly, I, I feel like I'm better on the half miles than I am the small tracks. We've just been out to lunch. So, uh, you know, I don't really, we don't really understand what we're doing different um, yeah. or how we've gotten that far off on, on our big tracks. We're just glad that uh, this is no longer a half mile for one thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're not sure we don't go to one for a little while. Uh, you know, there was that big race in August that is pretty important on a half That's mile. A half so mile, hopefully yeah. we can 
figure out something before then, but uh, we're focused on Jackson right now. There you go. Absolutely. Mark, we, we talked about your success with this new team. You combined three teams pretty much, uh, bought a new house, bought a new shop. When we talked to you last time, you said you hadn't slept much. Have you been able to catch up a little bit on some rest and, and uh, uh, things going a little smoother, a little, a little very, less chaos? Very slightly. We're still, uh, I mean, it's <laughs> like we, we, that for that first night, we had so much going on just to get a car to the track for that first Friday night. We're literally putting graphics on at the racetrack, which wasn't normally we're the guys that are super prepared and organized, ready to go. And <laughs> it wasn't us, but we got the job done. And then, you know, you, you made it to that first race. Well, then all of, now we want to hit Knoxville and like, uh, it was a week or two, so then we're scrambling to get that extra Knoxville car built, and we're still trying to sort through everything to make sure we have the right combination between motors and cars and just trying to get everything organized. So it's been a solid two months, you could say, of about <laughs> a midnight, 1 o'clock at the shop. But now we're finally getting to that point now where we have three cars built and uh, things somewhat organized and gone through most of it, and we're... Uh, we're hoping to uh, get over that hump here pretty quick. But at the same time, my kids started go-kart go racing. So now, now <laughs> Wednesday, that Wednesday nights we've been uh, go-kart <laughs> racing too. So it's been, it's been chaos, but it's a lot of fun. That's kind of the way I work anyway. So Works it, the best that way. Mark, when, when we look at it, your three wins, you've been over at, um, over at River Cities, which uh, I guess the World of Outlaws are rolling in there in another week or so. Um, but g getting out three nights a week at the same racetrack, getting away, getting on the road just a little bit over here to Jackson. How big a step is this for you and your, and, and your building team as you're doing it this weekend? No, it, it's huge. You know, when you talked about the different racetracks, that's where I felt I've learned the most is for like ten, nine years straight, I'd race Grand Forks Friday, Knoxville Saturday, Sioux Falls Sunday, but hitting different racetracks is what makes it fast because then you get to learn how to adjust setups and what, what to do to make that car fast. You have to figure it out or you're going to be out to lunch, like, <laughs> like he says. But uh, just getting to different racetracks is where you get your speed. So we, we made it to Knoxville once so far right, this yeah. year. Mm -hmm. And uh, I felt we had some good speed there. We didn't qualify the best, but, you know, it's new cars, new motors. We're working on everything. And we, uh, we found some speed around uh, feature time. We started 12th, and uh, we're on our way up to sixth place, I believe, at one point. And then uh, had a little issue with the motor, and we had to... Uh, we ended up backing up to about ninth by the end of it. But we, we had a good, good running car, and the biggest thing is I look for, and uh, especially the main events, you're moving forward. You're, you're not just sitting there or backing up. You're moving forward every, every night, and that's what we're after. So we feel pretty confident, but we're, we're, we're happy to get out here at Jackson, try another different racetrack. We haven't raced on it since they configured. We uh, won the championship last year here, but haven't raced on it since they changed it all up. And then, to me, it looks like a little mini Knoxville. I'm kind of excited to get out here. Yeah. yeah, I thought the same thing, actually. Darren, you travel up and down the road with your, your wife and your two kids in motorhome, which I have a whole new appreciation for. <laughs> sure, after she's doing the motorhome. Yeah, yeah, we're doing the motorhome <laughs> thing. Woo, I don't know how you, how you do it. But uh, how nice is it to be here for three nights in a row, not just from the driver's standpoint, but from the, the family, the motorhome, the whole deal? Yeah, it's great. Uh, I mean, this whole weekend, honestly, since they announced it and, uh, you know, said they were going to change the track has really been one that I've been looking forward to. It's uh, you know, we go to so many racetracks throughout the years. You know, I've been doing this for a long time, and, you know, you struggle to see some of them put paint on the wall, you know, and, and they're some of our most successful tracks that we go to. So to come to this place and see the transformation that they've made, um, really not only for the, the drivers but for the fans and everything, and for them to, you know, really go out on a limb to build this into a marquee event is uh, really cool. And I think all the drivers really want to support stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, it's great to come here for three days. Three-day events are, have kind of become non-existent, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. You know, we, we used to do quite a few of them. So um, we, we get power and, and water <laughs> here uh, for our motorhome, which, you know, may sound like not a big deal. But, no, I get but it now. When, I get it. But when you're used to dry camping everywhere you go and, and, and half the tracks when you pull in, they, you know, they don't act like they care if you're there or not. So it's, uh, it's great to come and, and have some amenities and, and uh, like I said, to race at a beautiful facility like this. At, at, honestly, I agree. The, the, I have watched the highlight videos from every race here this year, and, and the track just looks amazing. So, um, you know, really looking forward to it, and, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, get all three days in and, and put on a good show and that they can continue to build this event. Mark, you're a, you're a driver that uh, does your business in the Midwest here. Um, you kind of know the ebbs and flows. We've always had Knoxville that's this mecca and continues to be to this day and looks like we'll continue forever. Um, you've had River Cities. It's, a, it's just a great, great little racetrack. Uh, we've had whatever has happened at Husets. <laughs> you know, Lord knows, and stay tuned because I guess there's an auction coming up. So hopefully someone, with, someone can make that work out and get us going back over there. But then you see this place. That, that in all candor, Aaron talked about coming here 10 years ago and talked about how rough it was. 
what does it mean to you as a Midwestern driver to have uh, another premier short track here or, or racetrack here in the area? Oh, it, it's absolutely everything. It's great. We've uh, it seemed like a few years ago that Midwest sprint car racing was booming. We went from the NSL being around That's and right. a bunch of shows around, and all of a sudden Badlands jumped in, and we got, the purses all came up everywhere. And I mean, things were great around <laughs> here a couple of years ago, and now now it's all kind of dwindling and. Uh, but it's, it's great to see this facility up and running the way it is, and uh, I, I w hopefully we can get to a weekly series here again like we did last year. This year they're just doing a few special shows, but uh, hoping to get back to a weekly series here. I love coming down here every weekend. That is great. Yeah. Darren, before we went on the, the air, we had a few minutes to talk about the weather. You said you've been watching the weather since last week, <laughs> uh, being on the road for as long as you have. How much do you watch the radar? I, I'm still a weather nerd from when I was racing, so how often do you look? Are you one of those guys that doesn't care too much as it gets close. I go through spells. I either look at it <laughs> 10 times a day or I don't look at it for two weeks. Uh, and, you know, when, when your livelihood depends on the weather, yeah. you know, you're, you watch it all the time. And then after your 15th rain out, you're like, forget it. I'm not even going to look anymore. I mean, <laughs> what, I don't have any control over it. And I'm just going to get pissed off by knowing we're going to have another rain out. So uh, I go, I'm all over the map. And everybody <laughs> with a smartphone now is a, a meteorologist and we know exactly what it's going to do. But, uh, yeah, it's it's frustrating. I mean, the, all week long the weather looked great for yeah. here, for, for everything I saw. You know, my, and then we get here, and I, I got up this morning, was driving, and, and actually I saw uh, Bobby Allen's tweet. I was reading, I started driving, and said something about weather, 50%. I'm like, what are you talking about, Bobby? <laughs> Weather's good. And I looked at my phone, I saw it had changed. And I thought, you got to be kidding. So honestly, uh, if I, you know, you're going to learn about it at some yeah. point, either whether or not it's on Twitter or on your own weather app it's just frustrating and and it's completely out of our control it's out of the series control but uh it definitely you know gets everybody's uh blood pressure up a little bit when you know you go have 15 or 16 rain out timer we've had now oh. and uh it can be difficult but hopefully we can uh, it'll clear up a little bit and it'll miss it, go around us so so darren uh we talked about your uh appreciation of being three days uh power water all the all the modern amenities here <laughs> um mandy and the girls uh do they have things that as, as the girls particularly get older and start to develop their personalities and their interests do they have things around the country and places and things like that that they like to i think they went horseback riding here last year didn't yeah. they yeah they did actually i don't i think it was just a small corral over there a lady had her horse out and she put my daughter on it and, and she loved it so uh, yeah, I mean, every place is different. You know, it's, it's funny when I pull back in a place to listen to my kids talk because, you know, I have reasons why I, I remember certain things sure. about it. But to hear the perspective of a, a nine or a three, my youngest doesn't sure. really say a lot yet, but, you know, to hear the perspective of my nine-year-old when we pull into a track on, on how she remembers it or what she remembers the place for can be uh, pretty entertaining and comical, uh, yeah. you know, all at the same time. So. She definitely remembers uh, being here. Uh, she hasn't mentioned the horse yet, but uh, yeah, like I said, it's it's normally the most random thing that uh, you're thinking, like, how did she? How, that's what stuck in her mind from this particular track, or or what at the last time we were here. So that's always um, entertainment in itself. That's sure. awesome, uh, Mark. We had Jacob Allen on before, and he talked about how he studied a lot of YouTube video or videos from the few races they've run here this year. Have you watched any of those, and how much do you pay attention to to things like that, to watching video and and doing a little research. Oh yeah, you always uh, you always gonna watch YouTube videos, and I think I learned that from my kid actually. Every time <laughs> I come home, he's <laughs> on the couch kids. watching YouTube. He tells me whatever they got for YouTube. So, but yeah, you always uh, you always watch YouTube videos. You can study the track and what it does, and also you can watch the other drivers and try to get an idea of uh, yeah. of uh, what they're gonna do or how they're gonna react. And the funny thing when you when you mentioned that, I remember one a story way back in the uh, day when I went out to Trophy Cup to race, and uh, that's when Kyle Larson was just getting going. And uh, he's the first person that ever said something like that to me. I was, I thought he was driving a little go-kart. I didn't know him from anybody. I thought he was driving a little go-kart in intermission. And I went up in the stands, and I was sitting there talking to him. And he goes, he goes, oh, yeah, you're Mark. You drive out in that Houston Speedway and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, you know. And then he told me who he was. And here the night before, me and him were battling for third. And he was driving like a professional. I mean, he was this tall yeah, at the time. Yeah. I thought he was driving the go-kart. But he goes, yeah. And he told me all about me. And then he told me all about Houston Speedway and how he watched all these videos on YouTube and I mean, that was, that was way back when, I mean, when that stuff was just coming out in my eyes, I guess. I'm getting kind of old now, but, uh, <laughs> but that's, that's the one YouTube thing that sticks in my head all the time. That is funny. That is funny. That story with uh, Kyle, he won the Trophy Cup, I don't know if it was that year or a year or two later, and who was Kyle Larson? We actually dialed him up and had him on Wing Nation. We actually played it back for him last year. Uh, this little kid, Kyle Larson, calling in, and he told us on that show he wants to be a NASCAR driver and own sprint car teams. So uh, <laughs> he's doing good. Worked out pretty good. <laughs> Worked out pretty good. A 
little kid Kyle Larson's doing all right, that's for sure. Gentlemen, we appreciate your time. Mark, congratulations on the great start with your new team. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And Darren, congratulations on the, the, the bright spots along the way. Let's aim for more of those along the way here. And I know we'll talk to you down the road. Thanks for having us on. Appreciate it. It's always a good There time. we go. Driver of uh, the number nine car, Darren Pittman, and the Buffalo Wild Wings car, Mark Dobmeyer. All right. Great crowd here. We're still getting a little bit of liquid sunshine, but it is brighter, and everything is looking better along the way. So I think we're going to win the battle here. I think we're going to win the battle, and I think the folks over at the penalty box are already happy with <laughs> all the festivities here tonight. Hey, I want to thank our Wing Nation sponsors, Sage Fruit, Hercules Tires, Classic Ink Screen Printing and Embroidery, Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, Weld Racing, Aggressive Hydraulics, and Hefner Racing Products. Some of the people that get us all around all year long. We need to step away when we come back. Jason Sides and Linton Jeffrey, they join us next. Weikert's Livestock Incorporated, located just west of historic Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, has over 65 years' experience buying and selling cattle. We buy and sell quality feeder cattle from the Shenandoah Valley through the mountains of West Virginia. For more information, call us at 717-642-8412. And don't forget next year's Bob Weikert Memorial Race over the Memorial Day weekend at the Speed Palace, Port Royal Speedway in Port Royal, Pennsylvania. Bell Helmets and TL Racing have teamed up to provide trackside sales and service to dirt tracks and racers across the upper Midwest. You'll find the highest level of sales and service for grassroots racing. Look for the TL Racing Bell Helmets trailer at events for service, maintenance, and the ability to do most factory repairs for Bell Helmets on site. TL Racing is an authorized Bell dealer and will have helmets available trackside to ensure a proper fit. For more information, check out at TL Racing LLC on social media or go to bellracing.com. This is Wing Nation, live from the Agco Jackson Nationals, presented by the Minnesota Mafia at Jackson Motorplex. Also brought to you by Casey's General Store and Hercules Tires. From the Miller Lite stage, back to Steve Post and Aaron Evernham. Welcome back. We are having a great time here. It is the 40th annual Agco Jackson Nationals at the Jackson Motorplex. Back in 1979, Marv DeWall won the first Jackson Nationals. And this is the 40th running of it, $40,000 on the line on Saturday night. It is MRN's Wing Nation, presented by the Minnesota Mafia and by Hercules Tires. We're at the Miller Lite stage here at the Jackson Motorplex. And joining us now, uh, another one of the great Midwestern drivers from a little farther south uh, originally, but Linton Jeffries in the house. Hey, man, how are you? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. And alongside our old buddy Jason Sides. Double down. What's happening, man? Go away, rain. I know. How about <laughs> that? How about that? Um... You must be wearing that weather app out this year, Jason. We have. We've had too much rain. I mean, it's just everywhere we go, it's raining, and, uh, you know, we hate to see that. I know the fans hate to see it. We hate to see it. Uh, the bankers hate to see it. So, <laughs> I mean, it's bad. Linton, you've done a, a lot to help promote sprint car racing in the upper Midwest. I know you helped the Minnesota Mafia with sponsorship. You, you've just done a lot in a lot of ways. How important is it for you to see, or, and how much does it mean to see this event become what it has again? Well, it, it's great, you know, having a guy like Todd Queering get involved in, in sprint car racing, uh, you know, quite a few years ago, probably 20, uh, you know, and then just keep building on it and building on it and building on it and taking on race teams and outlaw teams and, and local race teams and, and just building them, uh, you know, and then getting involved in this racetrack. And, and, you know, he just does whatever it takes to put on this event and, and he does whatever it takes to meet the requirements of the fan, uh, whether they're comfortable or... And, and then the races are like, this track's too big, you know, it's too fast, this is wrong, that's wrong. He says, okay, he just listens and he soaks it all in and then he tries to put his, you know, look at what he's done to that racetrack. We raced here uh, about three, four weeks ago, uh, probably, uh, maybe it was, uh, it was probably two weeks ago, but uh, <laughs> everything's spinning for me. Um, but, you know, we, um, we ran here, gosh, we had a great time in the feature race. It was just an awesome racetrack to race on. It's really racy. Kind of got slowed down on the entrances. We had such high speeds on the entrances, it was hard to really get in there and mix it up. But now um, you really kind of feel the top and you get down on the bottom and there was plenty of passing and it's going to be, a, I think it'll be a really great racetrack. Linton, we had uh, Doug Johnson on, the general manager here, and he said if you lay the tracks over top of each other from like an aerial view, it's shaped like the dirt track down at Charlotte. And I don't know that you've been over there or not, but, but then I look at it and it looks just like Knoxville. Okay. okay. Well, it, like? I, I, you know, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I raced out there and, 
and I've been at Charlotte and I like Charlotte, it's a fun racetrack, but um, I, I'm going to tell you, this is um, every bit as fun, probably more fun than, than, than that place. Yeah. And um, it's, it's this, this racetrack is probably, I feel like it's a little bit more like Chicago, um, maybe, uh, what is it, um, Texas Motor Speedway, um, it's oh, okay, a little bit yeah. more like okay. that. They sort of took a sort of similar track to that. It really, it, it, it's real racy, it's fun, it, 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 it's not, um, it, it's a bit more short trackish than, than uh, uh, Charlotte. Charlotte's a little bit open and speedy sure. and you really get rolling there, you make a lot of speed in the corners. And this place does too, but it's a different type of thing, nice. so, so it's really good. Jason, you talked a lot about the frustration of the rainouts and how it's uh, certainly not easy financially, especially for a, a team like yourself. How nice is it to have a, a race like this, a three-night show? You got three nights of racing in a row and $40,000 to win, but also 3000 to start on Saturday night. Yeah, anytime you can come to a race where the promoter is willing to put forth the effort to, to have a three-day race and to, to make the, the purse that, that good that, uh, you know, you want to be here, you want to come to these. These are one of the marquee events on our schedule yeah. now with – you know, Kings Royal and Knoxville in this one. So um, it's a big deal to all of us. And, I mean, I know that every one of us want to run it and hopefully we get this rain out of here and get, get to racing. Jason, uh, as this season has unfolded, you started at Volusia, as we always do, over to Las Vegas. You did something a little different in California, and I don't think we've talked to you since. You, you, you decided to be, although I think you rolled a backup car out and raced most nights, if I'm not mistaken, but you decided you want to try being an owner. You put Tim Kading in the race car. Uh, what was that like? How, I mean, and I know the rain won everything out there. You didn't get to do much. What was that like? How different was it? Did you enjoy it? Did you hate it? What was what was that like for you? Well, um, let's just start with I suck in California. Um, okay. <laughs> the racetracks, when I was younger, yeah. they, they were really good for us. Uh, they were, you know, wet and heavy and everything was good. And you could rip around there. But uh, the older I get, the more I hate that stuff. So uh, TK is really good at uh, yeah. Stockton, Tulare, Placerville, all those places. So. It was a no-brainer to put him in a car, which he wasn't having. He didn't have a ride, so uh, just put him in the backup car, and uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was fun to watch uh, him race during the heat races. I think there was only one race we were both in the same one, and uh, but just to be able to watch him and kind of bounce ideas back and forth, and I think it actually helped us a little bit uh, at some of the smaller tracks. So um, it was good to the point, you know, we learned something and uh, give him a, a ride and. Uh, it's worked into a, a deal for Knoxville as well. Nice. Wow. Oh, how about, Very but cool. But did you guys drink yeah. any beer along the Yeah, I was going to say, now that's a party right there. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, how has the liver been with all the rainouts? I got to ask. It's hurting. <laughs> it really is. I mean, you try and... Uh, Hot depression. <laughs> yeah, you try and limit it, but uh, it's, uh, it always seems to get the best of us. Oh, gosh. Linton, you mentioned you raced here earlier this year. Um, how important is it for you to have that that one little step ahead when you come and race with the outlaws you've been on the surface you you have the right gears now maybe uh, just a, a little bit of an edge is that how, how does well that i think i need all the confidence that i get to run <laughs> these guys these guys drive into a track they've never seen every night yeah. and they just they take to it and they just know what their car is and they've got their setups and and they're just dialed in pretty much all the time um you know we haven't really, I've been racing at Jackson and Knoxville, so I've seen some big tracks. I really hadn't seen much in the way of small tracks. So, so this place is more of a short track now, and, and we need a little, uh, you, know, um, you know, we're a bit rusty on that stuff. So it was good to get here and kind of get a little bit in front of them. And, you know, we know where we're going to need to be for qualifying. It qualified much similar to the, to, to the way it was when it was a, the bigger track too. It's just, you know, the straightaways are shortened, but we, we, it really... Uh, it, it's got a lot of characteristics of the old track, funnily enough. The shape of that um, three and four is just really just very similar to the way it used to be. So it, it, I, I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to get out there and, you know, race with these guys. Fascinating. It really is. It's going to be amazing to see what it is. And, and it's going to be fun to hear different drivers, different take on it, too, along the way. I mean, everyone was positive about it. I know that after that all-star race here a couple of, uh, couple of weeks ago. Jason, as... Um, as you, as, you, as you travel around and, uh, and set, aside, set aside the rainouts, okay? Um, what's the performance? What are you working on? Where do you need to be better? What are you, what are you feeling good about with your team? What's, where, where are you at? We're here in Jackson. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> one one race at a one, time. The next one is one all One race at a time, yeah. yeah. So uh, we've had a uh, little bit of luck with the motor situation. Uh, we've heard a couple of motors this year. So uh, kind of behind right now. They're getting them caught up and uh, 
we should be fine for the next couple of weeks. Wow. That's wow. tough, though. That's tough to deal with, though. <laughs> Linton, we're uh, very thankful that we have the Minnesota Mafia sponsoring our show here this weekend. And uh, we've talked to them a little bit recently. They said that you've given a lot of sponsorship product to them. Uh, how important is it to kind of have uh, something like the Minnesota Mafia? You know, PA has a PA posse. And mm -hmm. uh, how... How, big, how important is that for the fans well, to have something? It's, it's to good to have an organisation that really kind of rallies the troops and, and gets the teams here, make sure that the right people are here to race in front of the fans. And, and you know, we want to support those sort of people all the time. And we want to promote the fact that we all want to get together and, and kind of have a force that, that stands up against the World of Outlaws, you know, that we've got a few guys that are going to come and mix it with them. And, and, and it really gives the, the fans somebody to cheer for. They want to cheer for those local guys. They love seeing these guys come in, but they like seeing beat too. So... Um, you know, we've got, we've got some tough guys, that, you yeah. know, some guys that run this race, that'll run this racetrack really well um, from around here. And, and, you know, it's kind of boring if, you, if you're watching the one guy go off and win every day. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, even if we've got guys that run right there with them and push them all the way to the end, I mean, the fans get a lot out of this. Sprint car racing is one of the most exciting forms of motorsport in the world. And, and there's just nothing like, you know, um, a fresh new place with a fresh new face. And, and you know, like we've got a lot of uh, great races here and we're going to put on a, a, a magic, um, you know, Jackson Nationals, I'm sure. It is going to be amazing. Jason, I kind of want to take what Linton said. Now, he talks about these guys coming in, the World of Outlaw guys coming in. And, and we all follow you guys with Dirt Vision, with all of the, the efforts to follow them. You go around to the country and you're following this guy, you're following that guy. They got to worry about 14 of you guys, okay? You probably will mix it up with a hundred different drivers. Yeah, it's got to be. That. From, do you, do you from, pay, yeah, do you, how do you, how do you deal with that? Because they don't, characteristics or do you just, how do you, how do you deal with that? Well, I mean, you go to certain tracks, uh, whether it be on the West Coast with uh, the, the local Kyle Hurst, uh, different ones. Yes. You know, you go out East and it'd be Greg Hodnett or, or Lance DeWeese. So, right. I mean, you, you've got the certain ones that you look at and know that you got to, that are, that are going to be capable of winning. Right. So, uh, you kind of just go from there and, uh, you know, race with them. Mm, man, I'll tell you what, it's fascinating to me how that all happens and what great racing we have across the country. Gentlemen, I'll tell you the truth, he's, he, he doesn't know a lot of the guys he's racing at. He's really careful. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. But he has had a beer with most of them after the races, so there we go. There you have it. Indeed. They know who he is. Yeah. That's right. They know who he is, exactly. Gentlemen, we appreciate your time. Linton, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Jason, as always, good Thank hanging out, much. good chatting with you. Thanks for joining appreciate us. Appreciate it, guys. There we go. How about it for Linton Jeffrey and uh, Jason Sides joining us here on the program. Lynn talked about the Minnesota Mafia. We are going to do the Minnesota Mafia meets the Pennsylvania Posse coming up next here on Wing Nation. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. It's the 50th anniversary celebration at Casey's General Stores. To celebrate 50 years this month, get two large single topping pizzas for only $9.99 each. That's just $9.99 for two delicious Casey's pizzas. And don't forget, check the back of your ticket stub this season from the Jackson Motorplex for great money-saving coupons from Casey's. Casey's General Store, famous for pizza. Midwest Power Equipment is your local dealer of Furman Power Equipment. They didn't invent the generator, they perfected it. From engineering of Furman lines with their customer desires in mind to increasing tank sizes, bigger tanks mean longer run times. Furman manufactured their own products and offer an industry-leading three-year warranty. For your new generator, give Randy a call today at 612-244-5218. This is Wing Nation, live from the Agco Jackson Nationals, presented by the Minnesota Mafia at Jackson Motorplex. Also brought to you by Casey's General Store and Hercules Tires. From the Miller Lite stage, back to Steve Post and Aaron Evernham. Oh, we are having a ball. Is everyone having a good time? Oh, are you ready for some racing? Uh, yes, indeed. So what has happened is the rain is slowing down. We had a nice crowd out here in the beer garden. They're all under the grandstands now. So we look to our right, or as you're facing the radio dial, to the left. <laughs> 
I don't know if that works or not. Uh, they're all hanging out under the under the bleachers and having a great time. We are having a ball. Aaron Evernham and Steve Post, your 40th annual knock or uh, Jackson Nationals here at the Jackson Motorplex. We're on the Miller Lite stage. The show is presented by Minnesota Mafia and our friends at Hercules Tires. Drivers with the most wins in this event. Doug Wolfgang is a four-time winner of this race. It's Casey's General Store Night, by the way. Brian Brown delivered some pizza earlier on, and that is gone. I think the Shark Racing Boys might have divided. You should have seen them. You want to talk about a shark in the water. That's what it was. Chomp, chomp. Them boys. Hashtag. Those boys, those boys yeah. got a hold of that pizza, and there was nothing left but half a box when they were done. They're hungry for some wins. Yes, they are. They're hungry for some <laughs> wins, for sure. Hey, we are joined. Let's see. Uh, we'll go with the guest first, okay? We've talked about, and on, on um, Tuesday on the show, we uh, talked to our buddies from the Minnesota Mafia. So the Mafia is the home game here. But uh, representing the key, uh, the uh, Pennsylvania Posse, Big Matt is in the house. What's going on, man? How oh, are you? Oh, man, we made the hike out here. <laughs> My God, how long a drive I, was that? Oh, uh, probably 16 hours. But I walked in this gate over here, and I'm like, we're going to party. Yeah. And I'm ready to go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Hey. And alongside, Nick Lusk, representing the Minnesota Mafia. What's going on, Nick? Hey, glad to be here, guys. Well, we appreciate you having us here, and uh, Brian brought the pizza, and uh, Nick brought the uh, frosty refreshment. So uh, we are in yes. good shape. We are in good shape indeed uh, along the way. Nick, uh, this, uh, this event, this race, this weekend, uh, having this at this show place, what does that mean for you guys with the Minnesota Mafia? Well, it means the world to us. You know, most of us were, were born and raised in Jackson or Jackson County, and, and we grew up going to the Jackson Nationals and looking forward to that, just like the Knoxville Nationals, every year as the big event. And what Todd has done for the facility and Doug Johnson as the promoter, you know, they've done a lot to just bring the, the sport back to the city, and the city has kind of opened up with it as well, too. So we're so excited to have such great sprint cars here, fans, and um, it's going to be a, a great weekend. Well, look at that. There's a big old rainbow off there the side go. of the stage. That means oh, the sun yeah. is out somewhere. Bring, sun's out, guns out. Sun is yeah, out somewhere. You bring Big Matt in and we get a rain. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, tell us how this all came about. How does someone from the Beer Hill Gang, the PA Posse, end up in Jackson, Minnesota? Well, last year, uh, at the end of the year, every year, we uh, look for new sponsors for our T-shirts. And Shane Phillips hit me up. And he's like, we want to be on your shirts. So cool. I was like, I guess we got to come out there. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the first time somebody from the posse has left the porch in, what, 12 years? Wow. Oh. The games begin. <laughs> oh. And now I've seen Matt. I've seen Matt all over the place. We, we spent some time in Knoxville a couple of years ago. Nick, now you're a, you're a former racer now, right? Yeah, I, I used to race 360s here locally. Okay. Um, did that uh, kind of a family operation for, uh, for a few years. Um, it's just been a sport that I've, I've always loved. I grew up with it. Um, my, you know, my dad was able to, to help me out and do that and was able to drive for a few guys over my career as well, too. And, you know, it's just something that, you know, every young kid looks up to. They want to be able to go race a sprint car. And, and I was able to live my dream and be able to do that and still enjoy helping out with the mafia, scraping mud whenever I can and helping out drivers whenever it comes up. Wow. Yeah, this is cool. Like, two organizations that help each other together here that's that's, nice. that's awesome it really is truly awesome. and we're both seeing in both parts of the country tracks being revitalized Boy, so i was going to yep. ask you about yeah. that matt where you're at with baps motor speedway port royal and some other uh, sealands grove's got some things going yeah. on you're seeing it and then this place this place is beautiful is like, unreal? i couldn't it's believe like... how nice it was i'm like this is way better than knoxville you got a bar you can stand <laughs> there and watch the track <laughs> To watch the races right there. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's it. Uh, Matt, we've gotten to know a little bit of the history of the Minnesota Mafia today and on our show this past Tuesday. For those of the fans here in, in the Midwest, give us a little history of the Beer Hill Gang. Well, the Beer Hill Gang started in uh, 2002. Uh, Rick Lafferty won a feature at Williams Grove, asked for help. Uh, a couple of the guys got together and gave him some money and started doing T-shirts and everything else, and here we are. Yes, and in Williams Grove, turn three is the Beer Hill. Yep. So there's the Beer Hill guy. Matt, you know, we, we, we talked a little bit to, uh, to Nick about his, but where did your passion for racing come from? I grew up at, well, it was Susquehanna Speedway, now Baps Motor Speedway. Okay. I grew up there. I worked there as a teenager, worked on the track and did all that stuff. And then started going to Williams Grove, and it's been history ever since. Yes, it has. Wow, sure. that's awesome. So I want to know, where's the big party? Where's this all happening between the Beer Hill Gang and the, the 
Minnesota Mafia is at post race. Is it, I mean, is it here? Right here? Well, well the party never, never really stopped. Oh, it's just here. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I need to know these things. The, the campgrounds, the campgrounds around the motorplex are okay. uh, full of Minnesota Mafia members. Shane mentioned earlier in the week, everybody that's here is a Mafia member. Uh, we do have merchandise and stuff available in the campground. Um, Big Matt, he's yeah, joined have, us already. Yeah, we we've have already some pre-gamed a little stuff bit too. So, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Heck yeah. Great stuff. Great stuff. That's for sure. Um, you guys, uh, Nick, uh, it's, it's got to be rewarding as a former driver now to see, to, to still be involved and give. You, you know, you ran with a family race team. You know, it costs a lot. A lot involved with it. It's got to be rewarding to be able to stay involved in this in this in this way. Yeah, I think you see that with with a lot of people in this sport. You know, once you get involved, you get hooked. You can't really leave the sport, and it's so rewarding to even come back and just sit in the grandstands and and even if it's offer a little advice or scrape some mud or a hundred dollar bill here or there, it goes a long ways for the the local racers. And that's what we need in this sport is we need the local racers to be able to stay strong and become the next future stars of the world of outlaws. The awesome stars, whatever that is. So it's so great to see what's going on here. 50 sprint cars last week at the at the Motorplex. That's been fantastic. So it's great to see that. Well, gentlemen, I'm going to hold this up. I'm going to hold this up by the microphone. Watch this. This is the, the theater of the mind radio. Listen up. up. Yeah. Oh, that came out right. Yeah. All right. Uh, guys, we appreciate it. Nick, thanks for having us here. Thanks to Minnesota Mafia. Matt, always yeah, great to see you, Matt. Yeah, this is awesome. Oh, now that we've got the top pop, we're set to go racing. The rain is moving out of here. As Aaron said, we had a rainbow just yeah. a little bit ago, and we have had an absolute ball. Again, Featherlight, Midwest Power Sports, Agco, TL Racing, Bell Helmets, Weikert Livestock. We're at the Miller Light stage. Oh, they're bribing them with gifts. They're bribing them with gifts. Who wants them? You've got to make some noise. Oh, my gosh, indeed. We are having an absolute ball here. We're at the Miller Lite stage. We're going to be back tomorrow night and on Saturday night, 6 Eastern, 5 o'clock local time. So if you're coming out to Jackson, make sure you get here early. A great lineup of drivers each and every night along the way. So we have had a blast. Thanks to Brian Brown, to Logan Schuhart, to Jacob Allen, to Mark Dobmeyer, to Darren Pittman, to Lynn Jeffrey, to Jason Sides to the Mafia, to the Beer Hill Gang. But more important than all of that, thank you for joining us here today. You've been listening to Wing Nation, live from the Agco Jackson Nationals, presented by the Minnesota Mafia at Jackson Motorplex. Also brought to you by Casey's General Store and Hercules Tires. Wing Nation is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.